Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable, high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed, there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hey there. Welcome to today's episode. I hope you're keeping well wherever you are in the world listening to this. Uh, Today's episode is called The One Thing Not to Take for Real High Performance. Intriguing. Hmm, I wonder what we're going to be talking about here. Um, Well, it might be what you expect. Um, (laughs) But this, what I'm going to talk about today is incredibly important. And I think when you hear it first, it's going to sound very simple, like maybe a lot of things. But when when I mention it, I'm going to ask you to stay with me for a little bit because I think most people don't realize that they do this as much as they do. And the the one thing not to take for real high performance is this, is don't take yourself too seriously. And what that really means to me is not taking your thinking seriously, which is a massive point. And uh, I'm going to illustrate... Um, maybe through three examples. I think there's many there's many ways I could talk to this, but kind of three main areas where I can see this um, appear with uh, my clients, but also with myself as well, because I can get caught out with this too. Um, now, if you are coming into this podcast fresh, I think back in the third episode, um, I think it's called a critical insight for high performance. I talk about a formula for high performance, and I would suggest before listening to this that you go back and listen to that episode because. Um, I kind of explain and go through a, a high-performance formula, um, which essentially is H is equal to PT minus I, where, uh, sorry, P is equal to PT minus I. So P is performance, your performance is equal to your potential, less interference. So anything that causes interference and, you know, will, will dampen your performance. Um, so your potential is going to be anything, you know, what you know, your skills, all that kind of stuff. And interference really is to do with, if I was to pick out one word, anything that creates tension, Tension. So uh, it's whatever creates tension in your system. I mean, in sport, we're very clear. I mean, I've worked with many sports people. I'm thinking of golfers now at the moment where, you know, tension is the enemy of the golfers. So that's why they have to really uh, learn how to manage their emotional states. And anything that brings tension into the body, which can be different from golfer to golfer, actually, because it's very much how you react through your thinking. Okay. So golfers understand the link between their mind and their thinking and then their body and their performance. And the same thing really applies, I think, in any field, business, sport, parenting, relationships, communication, public speaking, really anything where you're trying to um, get a result and maybe perform at your ability. That's why very often with people, you know, who go into an interview, they can get very tense and that tension shuts down their clarity of performance, clarity of mind. And that's why afterwards, many people who get tense in an interview will go, oh, I forgot to say this, I forgot to say that, I didn't really perform at that level. Why? Because the interference, which is the tension, which comes from thinking, causes a problem. So here is, um, here, here's one, I'm going to go three areas just to give you some food for thought and some context, maybe to think about it, reflect on it yourself. So the first one is taking yourself too seriously, area number one, you care too much about what other people think. All right. Now, I think most people can relate to this. I certainly can. And looking back at my own life, my own career, um, been times where I've just put way too much focus on caring what other people think. A lot of the time, though, it was unconscious. But I, I know 
in many cases have helped some leaders um, improve their public speaking, maybe even for pitching, you know, if they're looking for investment. I mean, it's not my main area, but because I'm, uh, I guess, into performance development and, and I suppose the coaching side of that and mentoring, um, I very often get asked to maybe help on a specific situation, could be negotiations, et cetera, or something where they have to stand up and speak. And really the key thing is to uh, help the person not become overly self-conscious. And a lot of the time you hear people saying, well, maybe I should do hypnosis or I need to do more training. And fine, if, if that's what you feel, if that's what's going to help, well, then do it. But it doesn't work for everybody. But it's whatever helps calm down the inner voice and makes you aware that actually, you know what, it doesn't matter what other people think. That's easy to say, maybe not so easy to do. Um, and I'm, I'm also thinking in terms of, you know, failure. You know, if you fail at a task, at a project, or even at a business, very often you can hold on to that in your mind and feel, oh, well, I just feel like I'm a failure or I'm going to be a failure or I'm afraid of being a failure. And that's really caring too much with other people think. The reality is, is that life is about failure. I mean, you can imagine if we were, you know, really, if, if as, as, as babies, when we're trying to learn how to walk, should, should they don't care what anybody thinks, that they haven't even developed the capacity of to think. <laughs> but they keep falling over, we keep falling over, banging ourselves. We don't take, they don't take ourselves too seriously. We didn't take ourselves too seriously. So that's why we learned how to walk. We just kept persisting and learning. But if you make a child very self-conscious, they will stop learning because they care too much what other people think. And so then now their attention is distracted. And it's funny, I'm thinking about even my video guy, um, when we're taking shots, I'm lucky insofar as that I come from a, a home where um, my mother was big into stage drama. And from a young age, I, I saw that just kind of, you know, got into that. So acting and improvisation and everything else. And you learn very quickly, maybe by accident, that the, the inhibitor to great stage presence or acting, I guess, is again, the same thing. It's interference in your mind, it's tension. And a big thing is, that's why people can get stage fright, is that they get too self-conscious. They care what other people think. And so the gift of great actors is that they just don't really care what people think. And they know they'll make mistakes. They know they'll have some good days and some bad, but it doesn't matter. They just go out and don't take themselves seriously. And I remember also when I was starting out, I left the corporate world. I was going back around 1999, 2000. And I realized, oh, I don't know how to sell. And I knew a couple of guys who were like, brilliant salespeople. So I, 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 I rang both of them up and said, look, can I spend a couple of days just following you around, carrying your bag, I'll buy you lunch. Just want to see how you sell. And I remember particularly with one of them who was an incredible salesperson, just couldn't get over how relaxed he was, how he just didn't care. He'd just say literally anything to get attention. He just seemed to have this gift around getting around objections, but he was very fluid and relaxed. You could just see he was actually really enjoying himself. Now, obviously a lot of experience, but the the main takeaway for me was that he just didn't care what other people thought. He didn't care if he if he made a boo boo. He didn't care if he lost the sale. He was he had a good product. He knew it would work, and he knew also that a lot of people wouldn't buy. So it was just a numbers game. So he just would go to the numbers. Whereas average people in selling take themselves too seriously. They take their thinking too seriously. Um, and actually, just while we're on it, another one that comes to mind just here is is in sports where you know if you're into rugby. You know, one of the greatest Irish players ever was Ronan O'Gara, um, still involved now in a coaching managerial level. But I always remember with him listening to an interview after he retired, and, he was, and the interviewer said, like, did you ever get nervous? He said, are you joking me? There were some days I just, my inner voice was kind of going, don't give me the ball. I don't want the ball, which he said is ridiculous because I'm, 
you know the uh, the out half which is the number 10 where like it's like the quarterback for american football so you're <laughs> that's just not going to happen you're you're the you're the game you're the game maker really you determine what happens in a lot of the game and so there he is but as he said himself i just you just have to kind of ignore that and just get on with it and get the ball and once you get the ball then you just go and i think that's the same sort of thing is that realizing that okay your inner voice it's not about having the perfect commentary going on inside because the best of the best even for me, if I'm getting up to speak sometimes and I love speaking, sometimes my inner voice will just go, oh, what if you mess it up? And I just don't care anymore about what that, if it kicks off or when it kicks off, I just don't care. And that really helps me to kind of be more focused in the present, which means I can at least uh, execute on whatever talent or skill or experience that I have. Second area to think about here in terms of not taking yourself too seriously is you might have an overinflated sense of yourself. And this is very often can be unconscious so that's where you might be thinking at the back of your head well i'm special i'm better than everybody else here or i know more and that also is taking yourself too seriously and that also will dampen your performance it can lead to overconfidence not without realizing it and probably one of the best examples i can think of that in my uh, career working with people is um meeting a gentleman i won't say his real name but i I, in my head i call him know-it-all nick um, very nice guy, but when we sat down to talk through uh, a referral, of, of, uh, a friend of his had asked me to meet him because um, he he just lost a job and he couldn't seem to make his life work. He was having issues in his personal relationship and his family. But as we talked things out and I was talking, he said, and I, I might share something with him. He said, oh, no, no, I know that. I read that book or I did that course or I know about this or I know about that. And it was quite clear that this guy w- was kind of, trying to show me that he knew more than me. And I remember stopping at one point over a cup of coffee and said, listen, you seem like a nice guy and everything else. I'm not sure why we're meeting. And he said, well, we're, we're, we're not meeting. We're meeting because I, I'm obviously missing something because my life isn't working. And I said to him, well, the problem here, uh, we call him Nick, the problem here, Nick, <laughs> that's not his real name, obviously, is that you're taking yourself too seriously, that you believe you know it all, but the reality is that you know an incredible amount, actually, to be honest with you, you know, it's incredible what you what you know intellectually, but there's a massive difference between knowing something intellectually and knowing something in actuality, and that's what you might call the knowing-doing gap. But again, it's his inflated sense of self because he was taking his own intellect too seriously, uh, was blocking his ability to actually do some of the stuff that he intellectually knew. And that was a major game changer for him. And since then, he's gone on to change uh, pretty much his entire life just from that, I suppose, insight that he saw. And then the third area then is around um, where you could be too attached to an outcome. And this is a subtle one, but it's massive. And I certainly have seen this in myself where... I'm just getting stressed about the fact that maybe I'm not moving fast enough towards a goal or maybe it's not going the way that I want um, and I, or maybe I've got my identity wrapped up in a specific result or a lifestyle and, you know, for keeping up appearances, for appearing a certain way. And essentially at a very subtle unconscious level, I'm too attached to an outcome. And, you know, I think I, I, I'll give you a couple of examples. One is for me and one is with a, a client. For me, um, about two years ago, I ruptured my Achilles tendon in my right leg. And it was in June 2019. And at that time, like when you rupture your Achilles, it's, it, I mean, I've, I've played rugby and soccer and I've broken things. And, you know, that's 
part of the sometimes the sport and they would have healed it in a certain way but this Achilles thing um definitely was very different and more challenging um and also I remember uh, coming out of the surgery and being at home and maybe the second day at home just got very very down got very very low and my wife Judy came in and uh, she was bringing a cup of coffee or something like that to me my leg was elevated over my head and I was just thinking how oh, flip why has this happened I had a really busy summer ahead of me really good stuff and I and I knew then I was going to have to cancel most of it and it was really I was letting myself get affected by my thinking which I think is understandable so when Judy came in with the cup of coffee, she said, oh, are you okay? And I said, no, no, no. I said, look, I'll tell you what, can you just leave me alone for the morning? I just need to kind of sort my mind out. And Judy, being the great woman that she is, said, no problem. And out the gap she went, uh, <laughs> out the door and uh, left me alone. And for me, I just had to kind of step back and look at, okay, hang on now, Shane. Why are you feeling so low? It means I'm taking my thinking too seriously. And all the pictures in my mind when I reflect on it were negative outcomes. They were... I'm not going to get this done. I'm not going to get that done. I'm not going to enjoy the summer the way that I want to do. I won't be able to go for swims, la, 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 la. Basically, in essence, I was too attached to what I wanted. My own personal preferences now have been disrupted. But I was able just from realizing that and the little bit that I do know to go, do you know what? Fine. I have to deal with reality. And you know what? I'm going to focus on how can I make the very best of this. And that took me a few hours to figure out in my head and just change what I was paying attention to in terms of my thinking and not taking the thinking too seriously and then changing it. And believe it or not, that for me may cause a major shift, what I would call a mind shift where, you know, three hours later when Judy came back in, she could see I was back and I was lighter, I was brighter. And, you know, that that is when you realize, oh, actually I am too attached to the outcome. Another one that comes to mind is with a, with a client who had come to me and when we got into the discussion, it was very apparent that one of the things that was bothering her incredibly, knocking her out of her mojo, was she had convinced herself that she needed to find, as she would call it, my why. Now, I mean, I'm all for mission-driven business and purposeful life, but it's funny how sometimes people take the Simon Sinek um, angle of, you know, the, you know, the power of why. And, I, and I'm, a, I'm a fan of those videos, et cetera, but they can cause a problem. And it caused a problem for this woman because she was saying, you know, like, I need to find my why. And I said, okay. She's like, everybody's got their purpose except for me. I don't know what my why is. And really, this is winding herself up, essentially taking her, her thinking too seriously. And anything that causes tension, anything that causes tension for you, you're better off just letting it go. Because when you relax, then what happens is your intuition, your creativity, the deeper part of your own intelligence has an opportunity to kick in. Um, so I said to her, I said, I said, look, I think you're making a big mistake. I said, I don't care about my why. She said, what? I thought you would. And I said, no, I don't care about it because that's taken it too seriously. I said, I, 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 I do have a sense of purpose, but I don't want to take that too seriously. Otherwise it becomes, it just knocks me out of my flow and you can all get very, very serious. And I mean, I know a lot of people who most people would say are very successful and maybe even high performers, but they're just too serious and it's not nice even to be around them. And I said, the ironic thing is if you can just let that go, ironically, you're probably more inclined for intuition to tell you what your why might be. And it was almost like the light just went on the stress just dropped away and it was a complete game changer for her to say, you know what? I am doing this to myself. I'm too attached to the outcome, trying to find my why, let it go. And bizarrely, a few weeks later, then she had a much, much stronger sense of purpose, which came from her as opposed to trying to make it up. So, you know, I, I hope some of those examples have made, uh, made it more clear to you as to what I'm, what I mean. And, 
you know, I think about where might you be taking yourself too seriously, maybe is the question to ask. Maybe you could find an area where you're worried about something or maybe something that's frustrating you or stressing you, you're getting annoyed at. That's possibly a little indicator that you're taking yourself too seriously. Maybe you need to lighten up and step back a little bit because like taking yourself seriously is believing you're thinking 100%, but your thinking isn't always right. And usually in my experience, it's not. So maybe you could just let it go or change the way you're looking at it and lighten up. And in the words of the legendary uh, tennis player and now commentator John McEnroe, you cannot be serious. And I would say, that's right, John, I don't want to be serious. And as that bumper sticker goes, don't take yourself too seriously because no one else does. Food for thought. Bye-bye.